This is Bangarang Radio, a podcast network. For more shows, visit bangarangradio.com. I'm going out, I gotta go. I'll bang a ring on the radio. So turn it up, I'm telling you. I think I'm ready for something new. Hey, hello, it's nice to meet ya. Hey, come in and have a slice of pizza. Hey, hello, it's nice to meet ya. Hey, come in and have a slice of pizza. You're listening to Pop Punk and Pizza on Bangarang Radio. Hey, what's going on? It's been another really, really awesome week here at uh, Pop Punk and Pizza. Our Facebook page has hit over 500 likes. Yeah. That's pretty super, so thank you guys so much for that support there. I know on, let's see, on Instagram, I think we're getting close to 600 followers. Uh, we're a little weak on Twitter, but I don't care. I'm, I'm just super grateful for any kind of support you, got, you guys uh, give us. I'm Jacques Lamour, by the way. I am your host. Thank you so much for uh, joining us here. Hey, I want to remind you, Pop Punk and Pizza t-shirts are now available if you go to bangerringradio.bigcartel.com. They have been selling pretty well, actually. So I got another thing to thank you for. Thank you for that. <laughs> because with t-shirt sales, we're actually going to be getting a little money in the door here at uh, Pop Punk and Pizza, which is very helpful. It'll go towards um, paying whatever kind of bills we have to pay or going towards new gear. I've got some uh, ideas for it, so that's pretty pretty sweet because we do have to pay for some things like hosting our website or bangerang radio i should say hosting the website and then uh, of course anytime a guest drops by the studio i always pay uh i buy them pizza and, and beer or whatever it is they want to drink um so that you know that's costly too uh, depending on uh what they want but anyway long story short thank you from the uh bottom of my heart so this show it's going to be just me today so i hope i hope you don't get sick of me talking for a long time and we're going to be playing a lot of music though so there's a lot of breaks in between um the main focus today though we'll get to this in a little bit after we play some submissions and things like that i'm going to share with you the five bands that i would like to see reunite was really really hard to narrow it down to five and i don't even know if i'm completely satisfied with this list <laughs> at all i almost want to make it 10 but i want to just stick to stick to five right now so that's what we're gonna i'm gonna talk uh, about with you uh, later on today but before we get to music submissions i want to go ahead and give a shout out and thank you to um, a friend of mine named Steve Morris, and he was uh, Steve is actually a, a big fan of the band I was in called The Projection, and he randomly sent me this Facebook message this last week that just really it, it struck me in a in a really positive way, and it made me feel really good, and it made me feel like that hey. At least I made a difference in, in somebody's day or in somebody's life with my original music at one point or another, or I should say the projections original music, because we did write songs together as well as me writing songs on my own. But he randomly shot me this message, included with a, a Snapchat video, of him jamming out to the projections while you are out record. And he said... I just want to let you know, I've played this album countless times on repeat, and uh, when I started playing shows, and he said, and even now, said hearing these songs takes me back to high school, and uh, play, um, and she's, he says, I play them in my head while walking down the street like a movie. What I'm trying to say is this album, along with Late Night in Logan Square, are songs that have been nailed into my brain and mean the world to me. And I'll be playing and belting these lyrics out for years to come. And he says, P.S. would love to play rhythm guitar if you ever wanted to do a reunion show. Used to know the whole album on bass cover to cover, which is just so flattering. Steve was a a big, obviously, a big fan of uh, the projection back in the day. And Steve, I just wanted to say thank you so much from the bottom of my heart, man. It really does mean a lot. Uh, It really did mean a lot to get that message the other day. And I know the other guys... Um, in the projection, Jeremy and Colin and Damien and, and Connor really, really appreciate uh, all your kind words as well. And if we ever do a reunion show, which it could happen, you never know, 
not that we're a huge big band or anything we, we were just a small local band but if we ever do i'm sure that we would love to have you uh play rhythm guitar that would be a lot of fun uh he brings up a song that we used to play called late night in logan square and that was one of my favorite songs to play at our shows so in honor of uh, steve bringing this up i'm gonna go ahead and uh, play that right now. Chicago felt so right with you by my side. night in logan square from the band i was in called the projection i got that uh, nice fan message from steve morris just this last week talking about how much he uh, misses us and still listens to our music till this day and says he will never stop listening to it which means the world to me even though we're not active currently um now steve plays in a really awesome pop punk band out of northwest indiana called came out swinging they've been through some changes here in the the last year um, or so they got a new lead singer and they they had a female lead singer before they did replace her with another girl who's really good from what i'm told i'm gonna go ahead they're they're currently working on new music so i don't have anything new with their new uh front woman to play for you but i want to go ahead and play one of my favorite songs by them which is called hometown Now this place is with the stories that they'll never relate You feel the wind start to pick up as you walk that way You always 
Hometown came out swinging. They're from the Northwest Indiana area. And I actually, now that I think about it, if you've ever listened to the very first episode of Pop Punk and Pizza, we actually played that song. It was Jeremy who played bass in the projection. It was his Pop Punk pick of the week at the time. So I just love the song. I don't think it hurts to play it again on the show. And that's been a long time ago because we're on episode 39 and that was episode one. So shout out to Steve Morris for being so kind. I uh, I hope to see you soon, buddy. I'm, I'm hoping to, uh, you guys have a show March 23rd out in Joliet, Illinois that I'm hoping to catch with uh, Get By. Looks like a really good uh, pop punk show. So I need, I need, uh, need to go out to that one for sure. let's get to some submissions this week man i've been getting a lot a lot of punk rock in the email lately which is totally cool and of course i am not complaining about that whatsoever i love a good punk tune so this one comes from the follow-ups they're out of new brunswick canada and one of our uh, one of our uh, dedicated listeners is out of New Brunswick, by the way. Shout out to Tasha. She is the bomb. She was actually just telling me she saw Neck Deep there in, I think, Montreal. Said the show was amazing, and all the bands on the package were amazing as well. So, And I believe they literally just started that North American tour. So, But anyway, that's, that's besides the point. Let's talk about the follow-ups. This comes from directly from their PR, their bio. It says, by day... Mild-mannered slingers of commodities, they move amongst the unassuming populace, rarely drawing the blind of an eye. But with the fall of night, these four slaves to the backbeat combine their respective abilities to form a rock and roll machine of considerable force. Mike on guitar and lead vocals, Tyler on guitar and backing OAOs, <laughs> and Jamie, you can't have a punk song without those, right? Uh, Jamie, the bassman, and Greg on the drums. The follow-ups want a punk rock and roll your socks off and make no apologies about it. They're hailing from, like I said, New Brunswick. Um, I, I want to say the name of the town is pronounced um, Mockton, 
but I'm not even sure. Montan, I I know I just butchered the hell out of that. I am so sorry, guys. I'm not from Canada, obviously. Um, The quartet boasts the collective experience of veterans of the Atlantic Canadian punk rock community. Its members' impressive resumes include uh, Serving Time and, and other punk rock favorite bands in the in their regional area is uh, the McFadens, or McFadden's, uh, Hope, Inciting the Masses, and others. Now, with their debut EP recorded and almost ready to hop on pop, these gentlemen look to no intention of slowing down anytime soon. Catch them at a venue near you if you get the chance, and you're, likely, uh, you're not likely to uh, walk away disappointed. Now, that debut EP they mentioned is called The Half of It, and I'm going to actually play the title track for you from that upcoming EP. It's going to be coming out from No Affiliation Records later this uh, year in the springtime. the half of it that's the title track from their debut ep coming out this spring via no affiliation records so if you want to check out their music or you want to get links to their social media go to the followups.bandcamp.com shout out to a uh, greg their drummer he's the one that submitted that song appreciate that greg now last week on the show i had mentioned a awesome indie punk rock label out of uh, the the East Coast here in the U.S. called Snubbed Records sent me a bunch of great tunes on their roster, and the the song I'm going to play for you today is from a band called Idle Minds. They're a five piece punk band from Maryland. We bring the punk you thought died in the '90s. Draw inspiration from heavyweights like Pennywise and Bad Religion. They've played they've actually played with the Misfits, which is pretty cool. Uh, Riverboat Gamblers. Uh, they've even played with Swinging Utters, and I think I saw that they just played with uh, Voodoo Glow Skulls. But anyway, they've been around since 2008 and been rocking Maryland, Delaware, Virginia, and D.C. So here's their song called Brick by Brick. Watching the city fall apart, brick by brick, the fires burn us where they were made, and you to resentment, and the people destroy their own, but nowhere to go. Nowhere to call their own. Nowhere to call their own. Nowhere to let their 
city fall apart Brick by Brick by Idle Minds, coming from Snubbed Records. If you like that song, and if you want to check out all the other punk bands at Snubbed Records, just hit up snubbedrecords.com to get all the, the info and download link, links and all that fun stuff. They got a store there, too. And that's it for submissions today. So if you want your music played on the show, just like the follow-ups and Idle Minds, shoot me an email right now to links to your music and as much info about your band as possible. You know, shoot me a link to, if you have a press page, that would be amazing. Um, anything with info and links to to your music is helpful. So get those submissions in, man. Bangerangradio at gmail.com is uh, the email address. Bangerangradio at gmail.com. I can't play everything that gets submitted to me, but I do the best that I possibly can. So shoot those into me, all right? So today's show is a little different. We don't have a special guest. It's just you and me hanging out, and I'm sharing with you five bands that I would like to see reunite. Now, mind you, it was really hard to narrow it down to five bands, and I'm not even sure if I'm completely happy with this list yet. But So in no particular order, I'm going to start off with Sugar Cult. Now, you may remember Sugar Cult if you grew up around the same time I did. Or maybe even if you didn't, you might remember them, because that might be the era of music that you like. But they started actually in 1998, but they didn't really break into the mainstream until they put out their third album called Start Static. And I believe the first single from that album was called Stuck in America. But other hit singles on the album were Pretty Girl, Bouncing Off the Walls. Uh, They were featured on several films, probably um, TV commercials and and things like that, too. But I specifically remember um, this was the... I'm I'm almost positive Stuck Stuck in America was the first song that I ever heard by them. And I have my older brother Josh to thank for that, of course. And one thing, when I think of Stuck in America... I think of 9-11 because uh, this song came out, it was either right before 9-11 happened or right after or literally right around the same time. And there's lyrics in the song that say, everybody's everybody's blowing up the neighborhood. Well, I remember when 9-11 came around and that song was being played on alternative radio, they actually had to edit that song to have it say everybody's waking up the neighborhood instead of everybody's blowing up the neighborhood just because 9-11 was so fresh and so many people were hurting. And a lot of things were censored uh, around that era, and not just music. Uh, Obviously, books and movies and things like that, too. But I just, for some reason, that's what I associate this song with. Uh, But obviously, I associate it with many other pleasant things um, instead of just terrorist attacks a good memory i associate this song with is when i got to see them live i only got to see them live once i really wanted to see them when they toured with green day on their american idiot tour but unfortunately that didn't happen but i did see them at warp tour in 2004 and i thought they were really good they were promoting their palm trees and power lines album at the time and i would really like to see them again and that's why i like them to reunite so anyway since we're already talking about stuck in america let's go ahead and play it Today, I changed too late Cause everyone stayed the same I'm gone so long Break out cause I'm better off on my own Today, I changed too late Cause every tale feels the same I'm different and you're distant Up in a minute 
makes no difference Everybody's talking about blowing up the neighborhood Everybody's gonna break it up today Everybody's talking about blowing up the neighborhood Running just to get away Stuck in America Stuck in America Miles in America Stuck in America by Sugar Cult. That is the first band that I'm sharing with you that I, that I would like to see reunite. It's been a long time since I've seen them, and I would love another chance to. Now, they haven't, I wouldn't say, per se, have broken up. They're just on hiatus, and they play occasional shows. I'm pretty sure the last show they played was in 2011 to celebrate the 10th anniversary of... Uh, start static. I don't think they've played since then. And that wasn't like a 10-year anniversary tour. That was just one show out in California, so I wasn't able to uh, fly out there for that. And I know that uh, one of the members, and I can't remember which one, but one of them is actually a pretty successful producer, and he's uh, got bands like Neon Trees and Walk the Moon under his belt. Now, Neon Trees aren't currently too high in the mainstream right now, but Walk the Moon is doing pretty damn well. I know the top 40 station that I work for, um, they have uh, One Foot. Their song One Foot is is in the top 40 right now. And of course, everyone knows Shut Up and Dance from a couple of years back. So it's pretty cool that, um, the, uh, that some of the guys in Sugar Cult are still doing some awesome things in the, in the music industry. And I want to say, now that I think about it, I want to say it was Tim. I want to say Tim, the lead singer, is uh, the one that became the producer for Neon Trees and Walk the Moon. I could be totally wrong, though. The next band I would like to see reunite is a band that I never got to see, but always wanted to, but I was just too young at the time to go to their shows, and then they eventually broke up. They're a band from the drive Through Records uh, days, and actually two of my bands, now that I think about it, two bands on my list are drive Through Records artists. The next two artists are. Um, but anyway, I'm talking about Midtown. Now, the album that I got hooked on at a young age, I was in middle school, was called Living Well is the Best Revenge. And I remember listening to this song or I remember listening to this album on repeat because every single song was amazing. They put about uh, three or four records out, and then they... Uh, the, actually, the, the record after 
living well is the best revenge was super super dark and i remember being really excited about uh it coming out and then when i listened to it i was just like whoa and it was a little too depressing for me i think at the time uh being a a young teenager um i mean yes i had my depressing moments as a teenager and i still do occasionally but it uh i wanted something a little bouncier kind of like living well was now i'm gonna play like a movie from that album right now I'm pretty sure this was one of the singles from that album she tries to erase she tries to erase how it feels but I know she can never go she tries to erase she tries to replace how it feels but I know she can never Midtown from their Living Well is the Best Revenge record. I would really love to see them get back together and do at least one tour. Now, I forgot to mention, excuse me, I actually did forget to mention that back in 2014, they did reunite and play three shows, but that was just out in Brooklyn, New York. And that was it. So... I would uh, like to see them get back together and, and maybe write new music or at least do uh, one full U.S. tour and make their way back to the uh, Chicagoland area. It's kind of hard for me to travel at this point in uh, my career. But um, I always wondered what happened to Midtown when they split up. And it turns out some of the members went on to do some pretty cool things. Like their bass player, Gabe, he ended up joining... And well, actually, starting a new project. I'm sure you've heard of them, Cobra Starship, and uh, they uh, they hit it pretty big back in the uh, mid 2000s there. Especially when their song "Bring It" 
um, got on uh, Snakes on a Plane, on the, the movie soundtrack for Snakes on a Plane. But they had some other uh, really great songs as well. The third band on my list is Something Corporate. Yes, this is the second band that was part of the drive Through Records days. Now, just like Midtown, they have gotten back together a few times to do some things. I remember they got back together in 2006, and they played at a Jack's Mannequin show. Uh, if you remember Jack's Mannequin, that is uh, Andrew McMahon, the lead vocalist for Something Corporate. That was his project, and now he's got Andrew McMahon in the wilderness, and he is doing really well. He's playing some huge venues. So it's not like he really needs Something Corporate to get back together. It'd be just kind of like a, for nostalgic purposes, I guess. But as I said, they did get back together in 2010, and they did a tour and released a Greatest Hits album. But as far as I know, that's it, and they've been staying on hiatus ever since then. But 2010, shoot, that's been eight years ago already. So maybe, maybe, <laughs> Andrew can, uh, when he's not doing his own thing, can take some time and maybe all the guys will get back together and do something. I'd be totally down for that. One of their most well-known singles from their Leaving Through a Window album is I Woke Up in a Car. And this was one of my favorites. I woke up in New York City from my sleep behind the wheel Caught a train to Poughkeepsie and time stood
Loco Benacar, Something Corporate. That is the third band on uh, my list of bands that need to get back together, that need to reunite. Now, I actually have seen Something Corporate. The very first Warp Tour I went to, I saw them, and this was 2002, so I was 12 years old at the time. I was waiting for another band to go on. It was either MXPX or Real Big Fish, and you know how they put... A lot of times they put two stages together, and while one band is playing, the other one's setting up. Well, it was one of those deals. So while, like I said, it was either MXPX or Big Fish was setting up, they were playing, and I thought, whoa, this is cool. It's like punk rock with piano. I specifically remember them playing I Kissed a Drunk Girl. <laughs> and uh, my mom, of course, was accompanying me and my friend at the show. And it was kind of awkward, like, listening to that kind of a song with your mom standing right there. And I want to say they actually brought a girl up on stage and she flashed everyone. Don't quote me on that if that actually happened, but it was something along those lines. The next, uh, the number four, I should say, number four on my list is a ska band. If you know me well, you know that I had to put a ska band on the list because I love ska music. I'm a big ska fanatic. Um, well, maybe not a, a not the biggest ska fanatic, but I do enjoy a good ska band. Now, when I was growing up, my I, I've mentioned this many times, um, my oldest brother hooked me up with some amazing music to check out between punk and ska and metal and you name it. I checked it out, anything that he uh, dished my way. And one of the ska bands that he uh, latched onto was called Jeffrey's Fan Club. And I have no idea what ever happened to these guys, but they were one of those, one of the many ska bands from the late 90s that was around. I mean, there were so many of them, so many, in fact, that. Some just got kind of lost through the loophole, you know? But they were a part of that Southern California, Orange County scene that Real Big Fish came from and Goldfinger and all those guys. I used to listen to their album Nothing to Prove all the time. In fact, I still, I actually still listen to it. What am I talking about? One of my favorite songs on that album is called One More Time. Now, these guys really knew how to write catchy horn lines. It's not easy to do. Friend, won't you tell me 
one more time. Jeffrey's fan club, a little third wave ska uh, for you there. It's um, going back all the way to 98, I believe. Now, the band did reunite in 2002, and then they also reunited in 2006 to play a couple shows out there in uh, California. Their, their original breakup date was 2001, so that's been a long time ago. Now, I know this band will probably never get back together, but I can dream. <laughs> I just want, I never got to see them live, and I would love to see them live, so that's why they're on my list. Even if it is a crapshoot and will never happen, it's, it's true. It's a band that I would like to see reunite. The fifth and final band on my list for today that I would like to see reunite is My Chemical Romance. I feel like you can't compile a list like this without putting them on it. Now, last month in January, there was a rumor going around that they were possibly announcing some kind of reunion tour. This is something that came from Alternative Press. There was a screenshot from My Chemical Romance's website. If you went to their tour page, it said, Check back soon. Yeah, that's what I'm just reading it right now. It's super, super small. It says, yeah, check back soon for more details on the upcoming tour. Now, I'm looking at another article that was posted here in the last uh, couple weeks or so from Pedestrian TV or Pedestrian.tv. And it's talking about how this is more than likely a hoax that a fan kind of made this screenshot up and decided to share it around with everyone. I mean, regardless, it would be amazing if they got back together for a tour. Something I've mentioned many times on the show is there's a petition floating around online that you can sign to try and get them to play the very last uh, cross-country version of the Vans Warp Tour. But we do have to consider what we actually do know and what has come from the members. Like Gerard Way said when they actually all of them got together and went to uh, Frank Luro's uh, gig there to see his other band. They all were just kind of hanging out and shooting the shit. Um, Ger- this comes directly from Gerard. He said, We all got together recently, and it was wonderful. We didn't even talk about the band or playing shows again. I don't know if anything will happen in the future, but what I do know is everyone has a really great life right now. I think my, my Chemical Romance will always be there for us if we want it, but it adds a layer of stress. When something gets really big like that, it's hard on you for many reasons, and it's very stressful, so I wouldn't want to disrupt anybody's life right now. It's a tricky thing, because you have four guys that really get along, and I think we all fully understand each other now and love each other. So... It could happen. I mean, Gerard didn't turn it down, but we'll just keep hoping, I guess. <laughs> My experiences with My Chemical Romance, I did get to see them back in 2004 at Van's Warped Tour, and this was before the Black P- Parade days, obviously. And I wasn't really in the band at the time, or into the band. I had only caught a couple minutes of their set, And then I remember seeing them after their set. They were taking pictures up in the lawn area of the pavilion where the Warp Tour was at in Tinley Park. And they were all covered in fake blood. And they were taking um, pictures with these... I, I guess they were wearing cheerleader outfits. Girls wearing, obviously, cheerleader outfits. It wasn't dudes wearing them, but I don't know. It was just, it was kind of weird, but also kind of cool. I remember, like, watching that, and I was the only one around watching that, and I went up to them and said hello, but that was it. And then it wasn't too long after that, they just, they got bigger and bigger. So I I just want them to get back together so I can see a legitimate show by them. And I would actually really appreciate it now versus back then because I just wasn't into them and I didn't understand and all that kind of stuff. As I was trying to get ready for this episode, I was trying to figure out which My Chemical Romance song I want to, wanted to play. And I still couldn't honestly come up with one, but I do know that one of my favorites is Famous Last Words. No, I know that I can't make you stay. But where's your heart? But where's your heart? 
But where's your now? There's nothing I can say To change that part To change that part To change So many bright lights to cast a Famous last words, it's My Chemical Romance. 
That is the fifth band on my list of bands that I would like to see reunite. And I know I'm definitely not the only one on the My Chemical Romance. I might be kind of alone on the other four, (laughs) but I know I'm not uh, alone on My Chemical Romance. As I said, I feel like you can't compile a list like this without those guys. What would your list be, by the way? I'm, I'm honestly really curious. So if you get the chance, shoot me a tweet at On Air with JL, or you can hit up the Pop Punk and Pizza podcast pages as well. Be really curious to hear which five bands you would like to see reunite. Or maybe some of them are on my list and you're like, hell yeah, I'd love to see Midtown get back together or something corporate. So that's a wrap for this week. I hope uh, I didn't get too boring since it was just me talking this whole episode and there was no special guest. But next week, we are going to have a guest once again, my good friend Sarah Davis, who is a huge, huge supporter of the podcast, is going to be on. And since we put out new episodes every Wednesday, and next Wednesday is Valentine's Day, Sarah is stopping by to share... Uh, We're going to share together, actually, our favorite pop-punk love songs and and breakup songs and uh, all that fun stuff. And actually, we we actually live-streamed this episode when we recorded it, and we interacted with our friends and also fans of the podcast. They shared their favorite songs as well. We did an episode like this last year with Counter Theory, And it worked out really well. So looking forward to uh, sharing that episode with you next week. In the meantime, don't forget, snag those Pop Punk and Pizza Podcast t-shirts right now at bangerangradio.bigcartel.com or you can find a link to the store at bangerangradio.com. Really appreciate uh, you supporting the podcast by getting those t-shirts. And we ship anywhere. I don't care if you're in... India. I will ship you a shirt if you really, really want one, okay? And they're selling really well right now. We're getting lots of likes on social media and and follows, so thank you guys for that as well. Make sure uh, you continue to spread the word. Pop Punk and Pizza Podcast on Facebook. We're on Twitter, Pop Punk Pizza Pod. Instagram, Pop Punk Pizza Podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at OnAirWithJL. Of course, Bangerang Radio. We're uh, on both Facebook and Twitter at Bangerang Radio. Now, if, you, if you're in a band, you want your music played on the show, or if you're a band in the Chicagoland area and you want to set up an interview, come to the uh, studio here. We can hang out, eat some pizza, talk about you, talk about the band, talk about whatever it is you want to talk about and just hang out. Um, shoot me an email, bangerangradio at gmail.com. Or if you're in a touring band and you're coming through through the uh, Chicagoland area, we can definitely set something up at that time as well. So once again, bangerangradio at gmail.com to shoot those uh, music submissions and uh, interview inquiries. Or if you just have questions, feel free, bangerangradiogmail.com. Once again, my name is Jacques Lamour. Thank you so much for hanging out, and I'm looking forward to being with you next week. Hey, hello, it's nice to meet you. Hey, come in and have a slice of pizza. Hey, hello, it's nice to meet you. Hey, come in and have a slice of pizza.